0: Couch Chats is a series of real, open, honest and raw chats with some inspiring friends and women I've had the privilege to meet along my entrepreneurial journey, as well as some solo episodes from me. I hope this podcast can inspire you to always dream big and make it your reality. I am your host, Jess Williamson, a serial entrepreneur and business coach. And today I am coming to you with a bit of a different episode. This is a bonus episode. Yesterday I released a... Our usual episodes on a Thursday, but I felt inspired and I felt like I needed to record this. So here I am recording this podcast, super impromptu, super last minute. But here I am because I wanted to share something that has happened recently And I think we need to be more vulnerable and more open about these sort of things so that we can feel more connected. We can know that we're not alone. We can know that, um, you know, hopefully others can learn from this as well. But firstly, I wanted to check in with you and ask you, how are you feeling How are you going this week? Because we have had some crazy times lately. There have been lockdowns in pretty much the whole country and some of those lockdowns have been extended. I mean, Victoria had theirs recently, but they're the only ones not in lockdown currently, I think. But it's just been crazy times, especially for business owners. It's super uncertain. So many things changing and usually lockdowns don't affect me much because to be honest, I don't leave home much anyway. (laughs) But for most of you who have been following me, you know that I have been spending months and months on planning my interstate events. These would have been my very first interstate Ignite the Dream events. And I was so excited to run them in Sydney and Melbourne and that all went out the door this week. So I wasn't really going to share this, but I always try to be as vulnerable and as open as I can. So I really did want to share my roller coaster week with you and share with you how I actually navigated this, because here's the thing, problems and challenges in business never actually go away. The more you grow, the bigger challenges and problems you have. And they never really get easier. You just get better at managing them. And so I've had many breakdowns throughout the whole time of my business. I'm sure you have too. So I wanted to just share some insights on what happened for me this week, how I navigated that and some tools that I use to get through that, because now I'm feeling great. I'm still upset that I can't run my events and there's been some other shit hit the fan this week as well. But... I'm feeling great, I'm back on track. I didn't let it take over my entire week. I didn't let it derail everything that I was doing. So, earlier this week on Tuesday, I had a bit of a breakdown. And by a little bit, I mean, pretty big, (laughs) a bit of a breakdown. Um, first things first, I had to postpone my Sydney event. Unfortunately, Sydney went into a two week lockdown and I'm not sure when that would be ending at the time of recording this, which is super sad. And I am sending all the love to Sydney. I think you guys are having it the worst right now at the time of recording but I had to make the decision to postpone that event until further notice because we just don't know when it is going to be safe to run the event. So that was first. That happened on the weekend. And then out of nowhere, a couple of days later, Perth and then Queensland went into lockdown and I'm here in Perth. So we went down into lockdown and we've been having a pretty great time over here in WA. I I am super grateful for the situation that we are in and Like I said, lockdowns usually don't affect me much. I don't leave home much anyway. But what it meant was I now cannot get into the state of Melbourne. I cannot. Melbourne's a city, but, you know, the state of Victoria. I can't leave my state because now we're in lockdown. So I'm not allowed to enter their state. We, our lockdown was set to end, you know, and is meant to end today, Friday. And so the event isn't till next Friday, but what I was then tackling with was, do I wait until Monday and see if Victoria opened their borders for me to be able to get in and then reshuffle and rejig the whole event in just less than a week and give people super late notice? Or do I have to make a decision now and it's not a decision I wanted to make, but postpone the event? And so I did. I had a sleepless night. I was dreaming about all the options, as I'm sure all of you have been through, like those wacky dreams that are just like feel so real, but it's like super irrational (laughs) because you're so stressed. But in the end, I did have to make the heartbreaking decision to postpone both events. And these events are basically like planning a wedding. Like I've had to, you know, organize many, many suppliers. And the thing is, I'm doing this with one other team member. Like, I don't have a whole team. I'm not just the talent who gets to show up at the event on the day. I'm doing most of it. So all of the vendors, all of the logistics interstate, all of the guests, like, we're pretty much sold out for both events. All the speakers, like, everything had to be rejigged. And so... The good news is we will be running the events as soon as we can. So they're not gone to waste, but it was a huge undertaking and I was so excited. I know everyone else was so excited to come along as well. But, you know, we, we had to make this decision. Well, by we, I mean me, <laughs> Um So all of this was happening on Tuesday and I was also getting my period, which actually didn't come for a few days because of the stress that my body was in. And so when you can notice these things in your body, your body is telling you something. My period was meant to come and I got all the PMS symptoms, which didn't help with the emotional roller coaster that I was on, but my period was delayed two days because of this stress. And this might be too much information for some of you, but these are the signals that your body is giving you to take a chill pill, to to chill out a little bit, to do what you need for yourself. And so all of this was happening and I decided to wake up that morning and open up my phone, which normally I don't, normally I do my morning routine, I get in the right headspace, I have my breakfast. But because I was already in this stressed out state, I thought, let me just check my phone. Let me just check my emails before I, you know, properly get up. And there was an email there. And unfortunately, I can't even disclose what this is about. But if you imagine, it's something pretty damn big, pretty life changing for me. And um, it's something that is pretty much been five years in the making. And so this is bigger than even the two events combined for me. So I had this email that basically threw the biggest roadblock at me. It's like when you're driving through a car park at, you know, full speed and you don't see the speed bump there and you hit it at full speed. That's what it felt like for me in that moment, because this was just a huge blow. And this email was my breaking point. I broke down in that moment and it was super stressful because these things were out of my control. I couldn't solve them in that moment. So I broke down crying. Everything in that moment had really piled up and I just couldn't hold it in anymore. And so my first instinct was like, let me call this guy who sent me this email, which wasn't probably the best idea. But my brain goes immediately to how can I solve this? So I called him and of course I broke down crying on the phone, which I could have beat myself up about I could have said, oh, my gosh, this is so unprofessional. This is so embarrassing. This is so whatever it is. I could have beat myself up so much about that, Um, which, yes, it probably is a little bit embarrassing. Like I was a little bit embarrassed in the moment, but I just told him, look, you know, we've just gone into lockdown. Shit's hitting the fan left, right and center. And I'm sorry to do this, but this was my breaking point. And people are super understanding. People really do understand. And so that is the first thing that I wanted to share with you is that you're usually your own worst critic, your own worst enemy. So in that moment, I could have chose to beat myself up about calling him and crying on the phone um, and looking like, you know, a little girl when I'm this CEO and I'm trying to be professional, But I didn't. I just knew that, you know, at the end of the day, we are human beings. We've got emotions. Things happen. So I moved on. But that was the moment once I got off that phone call that day, that was the moment that I decided to give myself the day. I gave myself the permission to use that day to get back on track and do what I actually needed to do to fill up my own cup and get myself back on track. We all have days like this. Sometimes we all have massive challenges thrown our way in business. And the thing is, when you work for yourself, there is no boss to run to. There is no boss that you can go to that can help you sort it out. You are the only one there to sort it out. So, We all have days like this. And the main reason I wanted to share this is not so you're like, oh, poor Jess. She was crying. I don't want any sympathy. I really just wanted to share this because I think so often we can be in these states in ourselves and think no one else goes through this. No one else has these days. No one else has these hard times. But the truth is everyone does. everyone has these days where they just can't take anymore and it, you get to your breaking point. So I just wanted to to let you know that you're not alone. if you are currently going through something like this or you feel like this in future or you have in the past just know that literally everyone around you has probably been through something. We just don't usually hear about it. And that is really the purpose of why I'm sharing this, because let's, let's start talking about this. Let's start talking about shit hitting the fan because we all go through it. In the past, if I had a day like this or something major went wrong, even though rationally we know no one's dying, it's not the end of the world, but we can't help but feel this way. In the past, if I had a day like this, I would have usually let it take over my entire week. I usually would have let these emotions take over my entire week or maybe the entire month. I wouldn't usually be the nicest to those around me. That's not great for me. That's not great for anyone around me. That's not serving me to be in that heightened state constantly, right? So in the past, I would have let that take over. But... I knew that that is not going to serve me. So what am I going to do to get this back on track? So I usually wouldn't be very nice to myself either. I would have beaten myself up about all of the things that have gone wrong. But after five years in business and a ton of personal development, I have worked with a ton of coaches and, and worked on myself a ton as well. I've learned that it doesn't have to be this way. So in this instance, I wanted to share with you a few tools and strategies that I went through on that day. And by the afternoon, I was actually feeling so much more clear headed. I was feeling much better about myself and the situations. And the very next day I was able to get back into the groove because luckily on that Tuesday I had zero clients, meetings. I had zero meetings. I had nothing really that, that I was obliged to do. And so the next day I did have client calls and I have to show up. I have to show up to be that rock for my clients. I have to have the right energy. I have to be in the right state to be able to give my clients the best experience possible. I could not sit in that state for the rest of the week because that's not going to serve me, it's not going to serve my clients, and it really doesn't help anyone. So I knew that I had to do these things to get myself back into the controlled state, into the positive state, and have more of a clear mind on everything. So here are a few tips or steps that I sort of went through on that day that really did help me. So the very first thing I did, was I gave myself permission to take it easy. I gave myself permission to rest, to recharge rather than just pushing on and saying, oh my gosh, I have so much work to do. I was meant to do this today and I have this huge to do list. I gave myself permission to just say, look, today is a write off. I will do what I need to do to help myself today. I'm not going to just push through because that's what I had planned to do. So I gave myself that permission. In the past I would have never given myself that permission. And so that is the starting point because I feel like a lot of female entrepreneurs specifically that I work with, I get to help my clients through things like this. We don't give ourselves permission to do these things, to feel the emotions. And that's also something that I gave myself permission to do was to feel the emotions. In the past, I would have thought, oh, how do these other people just not get stressed about these things? Or how can I no longer be stressed about these things or no longer get triggered? Or how can I just toughen up and ignore them? But that's not the answer. And something that I learned that is that one of the most valuable things is that you actually need to feel your feelings to move through them. You can't jump over them. You can't go under them. You have to go through them. And so I sat there for a moment and I just sort of asked myself, what am I feeling right now? I'm feeling sad. I'm feeling sad that I've had to postpone my events. I'm feeling tired. (laughs) You know, uh, what am I feeling in this moment? Because if you can sort of articulate to yourself, it brings it to reality. It brings it basically to more of a tangible thing. And it separates it from yourself as well. So the first thing I did was give myself that permission to feel the feelings and also to take it easy to do what I needed to do that day. First step, you really need to do that. Otherwise, you can't really do the rest of the things. But in the past, I would have never done that because I had shit to do. (laughs) So hopefully that can help you in, you know, any upcoming situations that you might have or even in a tough time you might be going through now. Number two was I actually called some friends. I messaged some of my friends and they were actually at home as well. And we jumped on a group um, video call and I just explained to them what was happening. I then called my partner, Chris, and told him about it as well. And it's just nice to have people around you that can just listen, that can You know, they didn't really have a solution for me because I didn't even know the solution, but they just listened. And just knowing that other people are there is sometimes the most valuable thing you could ever have. Other times when I've been in, you know, a challenging situation, I've called other amazing friends that I've made through business and I've just met them at networking events before. But sometimes these people can become the most important people to have around you at those times, especially fellow business owners, because they truly get it. It's sometimes hard to explain to other people, but if you do have other people in your life that can be there to support you, then that is amazing. So this is this is something that I do with my clients as a business and mindset coach. I am there to support them. I am there. I've got the tools. I can help them get back on track. I can be there to listen But even if you don't have a coach, make sure you find people that you really trust and that you can lean on in those times because you can't go through this alone. We do need people and we do need that support with us. So that is my tip number two. Now, number three, this one is super important. So get a pen and a paper or like imprint these in your memory. But I practiced gratitude. Now, it might sound simple, and I know that when people think of gratitude, they often think of, I am grateful for my house. I am grateful for my family. I am grateful for my food. I'm grateful for that I have shelter. These are the basic needs, right? If you know Maslow's hierarchy of needs, it's like down the bottom. There are basic needs that we need to feel safe and secure, you know? But the problem is, the challenge that I was having was not a basic need. The problem that I was having was higher up in the Maslow's hierarchy of needs. If you don't know what I'm talking about, Google it. This problem wasn't the problem that I didn't have food or shelter. And I am super grateful for those things. I know that plenty of people don't have those things. But in that moment, I needed to practice gratitude to change my perspective immediately. Based on what, why I was going through. So when we are in this downward spiral of everything going wrong, we often need to shift our perspective to get us out. And sometimes a simple shift in perspective is all it takes, or at least shifting that perspective starts that new thought process. So I like to use gratitude of as a tool to bring out the positives in the times like this. So I focused on gratitude around the things that were good in those situations. The fact that we can still run the event, it will just be at a later date. The fact that I am safe right now. The fact that, you know, I've got this opportunity or, you know, I can proceed in another way. But I chose to focus on the things that were good in those situations to reframe that situation itself. I also focused on the things that were going well in my business that I could control, that were relevant to the problem that was at hand. So this is a super powerful tool that you can use in these times. But the key is making sure that you truly feel that gratitude, not just saying, oh, Jess said I should do gratitude. So let me just write a few things down or um, say them to myself and not really feel it. The key is you really need to feel it because that is where that shift comes from. So that is tip number three. Practice gratitude in a way that it helps you reframe the situation. Number four is quite personal. And I'm going to just share with you the way that I deal with stress because quite often people say, oh, you're stressed. Just chill out, Um, take a step back and come back later. For me, that would actually stress me out more. So what I did was I said, "Okay, let me have a look at what I can immediately do right now to either help to find out more information, to move this challenge forward, basically. And then I'll go have a rest. So for me, like I said, stress and anxiety get worse if I don't handle the situation or figure out a bit of a plan. So My next steps were to try and seek the information I needed to move forward. I didn't know how to move forward. So I said, what information do I need to be able to move forward with this? So then I started Googling like crazy. What are the rules about the COVID situation in WA, in Melbourne? What can I do? What is the risk? And I started to create an analysis in my head around Do I postpone? Don't I postpone? What is going to be the action plan? What is the likelihood of this happening? So that then I could feel better about making it an educated decision rather than just acting off of emotion or acting off of like an immediate reaction. So that's what I did. I did some Googling. I figured out some things. And then in regards to the other massive project happening, I wrote up the email to the other party that was involved. And then I sat on it. And this is the key. I love to take immediate action, but in the past, I would have hit send on that and then had extreme anxiety around what I'd said, (laughs) even though it's not even that bad. um, But I knew that that's how my brain works. So this time I drafted up the email so that it wasn't playing over and over in my head. And this is the key. Because for me, my brain can't focus on anything else until I tackle whatever's stressing me out. So I wrote down the email. I ticked off that task, but I did not click send. I sat on that email and I clicked send basically at the end of the day. And that was key because then I felt better about it and I could go on with my day without having to think about what I wanted to say in that email because it was done and drafted But I also didn't hit send because I'm emotional in that state and I didn't want to press send and regret anything. So I sat on that for a little bit. Once I took a bit of action, then it was basically lunchtime. And now keeping in mind, I read this email as soon as I put my feet on the floor out of my bed. And so... I, I literally hadn't done anything else except for a bit of crying, a bit of emailing, a few phone calls. Um, I hadn't eaten breakfast. I hadn't done any of that. And so something that I've been super conscious of this year in itself is my health and well-being. And normally that would have been part of my morning routine before I started anything. But hey, some days don't go to plan. Most days won't go to plan, actually. So what I did was it was lunchtime and I went and had a yummy and nutritious brunch by that point, or lunch, whatever you want to call it. And I gave myself permission to go and sit on the couch. I got my heat pack. I made a cup of tea and I watched some reality TV. I love reality TV. <laughs> Just a side note. I love reality TV because you don't have to think. And it's it's quite funny. So... Um, That is basically my form of chilling out, my meditation. Give me the real housewives of Beverly Hills or the Kardashians and I'm happy. So that's what I did. And I gave myself permission to do that. I didn't get on my phone. I didn't have my phone next to me so that I could be frantically checking social media or my emails. I gave myself permission to put 100% of my energy into recharging. Now, if you haven't already go back and listen to my time versus energy management podcast, it'll change your life. But I gave myself permission to give hundred percent of my energy to recharging. And that is a key step in this, because if I sat there with my phone or my laptop while I was trying to recharge, maybe i would recharge 50%, but it's not going to be great. So That is something if you haven't listened to that episode, go and listen to it. If you've already listened to it, go and listen to it again, because it really is like the feedback on that episode has been huge. So if you haven't yet, make sure you jump into that. But that pretty much is a recap of my day. And after that day, the next day I was recharged. I felt great. I was able to show up 100 percent for my clients because I'd managed my energy the day before. I gave myself that day to go off the rails a little bit and then come back on. Honestly, the reason that I wanted to share this with you is because I don't feel like enough people share this. And I wanted to share that even though I have a great mindset, even though I teach people about mindset and business, that even me... As a business and mindset coach, even I can go through these things and you're not alone. So I really wanted to make sure you know that you are not alone and no one is immune to challenges, to emotions, to stress. We all go through it. But so often on social media, you might be scrolling through and thinking no one else is having a bad day. So I really wanted to share this. Look, I'm an oversharer. And some people might say, Jess, you probably shouldn't have shared that much info, but I'm an oversharer. I honestly cannot filter the information if I tried. So I always want to be vulnerable and honest with you guys. But really those four steps, those four things. So giving myself the permission, having support and people around me, practicing gratitude And then for me, it was having a bit of an action plan and taking a few steps to get to, you know, um, a more solid ground. These are the things that worked for me. Now, I don't recommend everyone go and take an action plan and Google the heck out of everything and push forward if that's not how you manage stress. But if it does, then give yourself permission to do that. But then also give yourself permission to go back and do what is going to recharge you. So those are the main reasons, because then the next day I felt much better. I'm feeling great now. Um, At the moment, we are just waiting, basically, in regards to the events. Uh, Hopefully, I'll be able to announce what is going on in my other businesses in regards to the other massive, massive thing going on soon. But basically, I'm just waiting to find out when we can reschedule our events when it is safe to do so. And some last key takeaways that I want to leave you with is you are your own worst critic. We are all our own worst critics. Give yourself permission to do what you need, but don't be so hard on yourself. People are super understanding. And the thing is, you'll always get through it. When you're in it, you feel like the world is ending, everything is falling apart, but trust me, you will always learn something about yourself and you'll come out stronger at the end of it. So just know that you're not alone. Everyone has days like this and use gratitude to shift your perspective because you are in control of all of your thoughts and feelings. I hope you have an amazing week because you really do deserve it. Please, as always, do subscribe, share this to everyone that needs to hear this today. Um, Send it to a friend, share it to your social media, but please click that subscribe button. If you're not driving, do it right now. If you are driving, take a mental note and do it when you stop. (laughs) Um, But please do subscribe because subscribing is absolutely free. You click the subscribe button. And it will notify you when there are new episodes, because who knows when I might do another impromptu episode like this and that way you won't miss out. But I hope you have an amazing week. I hope you're doing okay wherever you are in Australia, in the world, and just know that you are strong and you'll get through this. I will speak to you guys soon.